0: Next, on the 5 O'Clock Report. We should have a military presence on the southern border. They're as brutal as ISIS. Stop the merger of JetBlue and Spirit Airlines. We'd be prepared to increase the pace of rate hikes. There's always something here in California. Now, let's go to the newsroom.
1: Border War. Good afternoon. Thank you very much for joining us. I'm Mark Webster. The deaths of two Americans, part of a party of four who drove into Mexico seeking discount medical treatment, has many here saying it's time the U.S. bring its full might to bear on increasingly powerful and out of control Mexican cartels. Kentucky Congressman James Comer tells Fox News it's time for the U.S. to get tough.
0: I believe we should have a military presence at the very least on the southern border, if not across the border. I mean, this is wrong, and the United States needs to completely reverse its policy against Mexico and take a firm stance against all the crimes being committed in Mexico.
1: Former National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien says the cartels deserve a harsh response. They're
0: as brutal as ISIS. They, they behead people, they torture uh, the victims, and uh, and they're pumping fentanyl that's killing 100,000 Americans a year into our country. So we've got to take some action. Former
1: El Paso U.S. Marshal Robert Almonte says anyone heading into Mexico these days is taking a huge risk. The
0: Mexican government cannot protect its own people. So how do we expect them to protect the U.S. citizen that? Going out
1: there. Almonte says he'd like to see U.S. tourists boycott Mexican resorts. As for border traffic headed in the other direction, Reuters is reporting the White House is considering restarting the detention of illegal immigrants who are caught crossing the southern border, as well as reviving the policy of arresting migrants living in the U.S. who've been ordered to be deported. Do you fly JetBlue or Spirit Airlines? The federal government suing to block JetBlue's $3.8 billion merger with Spirit. JetBlue CEO Robin Hayes tells CBS Mornings, what
2: we're trying to do is make a bigger JetBlue to bring the JetBlue brand, the JetBlue product, the JetBlue people and the JetBlue fares more nationally than we can do today.
1: Legal analyst Jessica Levinson. What
0: the DOJ is arguing is, no, 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 you're actually going to lock people out of the market. Spirit Airlines is a lower cost airline. And if you merge with JetBlue, it would hurt consumers who want that
1: lower cost. If the merger were to go through, it would create the fifth largest airline in America. Lots of airline news this day, much of it involving United Airlines and none of it good. First came word of a weekend incident where a man tried to stab a flight attendant with a broken spoon, then try to open an emergency door during a flight from L.A. to Boston. The DOJ says the 33-year-old believed the flight crew was trying to kill him after they asked him if he had tampered with an emergency exit door. Passengers tackled and held him down while the pilot made an emergency landing travel expert peter Grunberg when you interfere with a member of a flight crew
0: and by the way that could be as simple as not obeying their command to acting out physically against them you're in violation of a
1: federal law and then yesterday, two United planes bumped their wings while on the tarmac at Boston's Logan Airport. No injuries reported there except to the planes. This passenger had a front row seat for that one. We were backing off, taxiing to try and take off and, you know, felt a thump and jerked back a little bit. The FAA is investigating both incidents. A surprise visit to Iraq by Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. CBS's Cammie McCormick tells us why.
0: He's the senior most official in the Biden administration to visit Iraq, and his trip comes ahead of the 20. 20- anniversary of the U.S.-led invasion there. And Alston said the U.S. is committed to keeping its military presence there.
2: U.S. forces are are ready to remain in Iraq at the invitation of the government of Iraq to support
0: the Iraqi-led fight against terrorism
1: next to Ukraine, where the battle for Bakhmut rages on with so much at stake.
0: We're taken to one of the Ukrainian military's most vital lookout points, close to Bakhmut. It's where we meet Izhak, who keeps a close eye on Russian positions below. Our biggest fear is artillery, he says, because it can hit us at any time. You don't know when,
1: where, or how. Back in this country now, Fed Chairman Jerome Powell speaking to Congress today, dropping a not-so-subtle hint about where Interest rates are likely headed. If the
0: totality of the data were to indicate that faster tightening is warranted, we'd be prepared to increase the pace of rate hikes.
1: Powell says faster and higher interest rate hikes are likely needed to bring down inflation. Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina blames Democrats for the inflation the Fed's trying to tame thanks to out-of-control spending.
0: Seeing American families struggle because of the weight of the government on their shoulders, seeing the devastation from South Carolina to Ohio, is unbelievable.
1: Meantime, Powell also urged lawmakers to act quickly to raise the debt ceiling or risk long standing harm to the U.S. economy. President Biden has taken to the New York Times op ed page to unveil his plan, which he says will keep Medicare from going broke.
0: With experts saying the
2: Medicare trust fund risks insolvency in the next three to five years, the president proposes to extend the life of the program for a quarter century, mainly through what he calls a modest tax increase on the wealthy. Mr. Biden's proposal would raise the Medicare surtax on high incomes from 3.8% to 5%. With that extra funding, the president says Medicare could cap out-of-pocket costs for certain generic drugs at $2 a month.
1: CBS's Stephen Portnoy. Yet another incident involving the Norfolk Southern Railroad in Ohio, this time Cleveland, and this time it claimed a life.
2: There was a dump truck on one of the tracks. A train struck that dump truck. That did kill a Norfolk Southern employee.
1: WOIO reporter Vic Gideon, Norfolk Southern has had two high-profile derailments in Ohio in recent weeks. In the California mountains east of L.A., some people have been snowbound for a couple of weeks now. This golden stater says sometimes all you can do is shrug and do your best to cope.
0: It's always something here in in California. It's either this or it's fires or it's floods.
1: Indeed. Still to come on the 5 o'clock report, Pennsylvania's governor takes the wraps off of his first budget, New York's governor talking public safety in Rochester, and a pretty new site for travelers on the PA Turnpike.
2: I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life regional weather forecast. Variably cloudy, with snow flurries, especially nearer the lakes and especially off Lake Ontario. Those gusty winds subsiding. Low temperatures in the 20s, the high temperature Wednesday 30s and low 40s. On Thursday, a fair amount of cloudiness, limited sun and a flurry, and the high temperatures on Thursday will range in the 30s.
1: Thank you, Kevin. Now checking the stories, making news where you live across New York and PA. A busy afternoon for the governors of Pennsylvania and New York. We begin in Harrisburg, where Democrat Josh Shapiro took his first crack at a state budget. He says the state's burgeoning budget surplus gives them options. We are prepared to weather a storm should it come. And we can
0: also afford to make critical investments for the good people of Pennsylvania right
2: now.
1: The first term Democrats budget address this afternoon, unleashing a forty four point four billion dollar spending plan heavy on education, health care and social services, including roughly a billion dollars for schools. Other highlights include a new state police fund, a hike in minimum SNAP benefits, a property tax rebate expansion and elimination of an 11 percent tax on mobile phone service. He also wants lawmakers to raise the state minimum wage in PA to $15 an hour by next year. Public safety, the theme, as New York Governor Kathy Hochul paid a visit to crime-plagued Rochester. The Democrat honored efforts to try to bring together federal and state prosecutors and law enforcement agencies to work together to solve the problem. There's natural silos that are created between different entities. When the community is experiencing a crime wave of epic proportions, they need you to work together as one team. That's what I'm so proud of happened right here in this community. Hochul's public safety budget includes additional funds for technology to help agencies share info quickly. She also plans to bring more officers into the ranks by adding two new state police academies. They said we only have capacity for two. I said, really? There's nowhere else in the state of New York we could have a couple more classes. So we are now doubling it. So we're now going to have four graduating classes every year because I want to make sure that we have... The opportunity to train the next generation of people who are committed to public safety. Hochul also touched on bail reform, saying she favors amended laws that give judges greater latitude. A New York state senator is pushing for increased health coverage for migrants and undocumented migrants. Gustavo Rivera, who represents the Bronx, says offering more preventative and first-level medical care will ultimately save taxpayer money. These are folks who are New Yorkers, but are undocumented, who still get sick and end up in emergency rooms, and which is not only incredibly costly for the state. As a matter of fact, the state of New York uses maybe about $500 million in emergency Medicaid just to take care of those needs of those particular individuals. Now to Buffalo. A woman has been identified as one of two people who trampled and killed during a concert in Rochester. Police say 33-year-old Rhodesia Belton ended up being overrun while a huge crowd pushed toward the exit at Rochester's Main Street Armory Sunday night after the end of a rap concert when people inside thought they heard gunshots and fled. It's the last picture show in the Rochester suburbs. Regal Cinemas at the Grease Ridge Mall closing in a couple of days. Part of the parent company's filing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy for Protection. The final movie to be shown at that 12 theater complex will be Creed 3 on Thursday at 7. Back to Pennsylvania, a new study suggests community-led prevention programs are successful at reducing opioid overdose deaths in PA. We get more on that from Family Life's Brandon Dixon. Researchers at the University of Pittsburgh studied overdose deaths in 48 counties and determined those with community-led strategies had a consistently lower rate of death from drug abuse. The data collected looked at opioid overdoses from 2016 to 2019. Experts found counties that included community organizations to combat drug use prevented nearly 2000 opioid related deaths still over 5000 people a year are dying from drug overdoses in Pennsylvania that's the equivalent of 14 lives lost every day. Brandon Dixon, Family Life News. Thank you, Brandon. Norfolk Southern says they'll be paying millions of dollars to Pennsylvania fire companies and businesses affected by the East Palestine-Ohio train derailment last month. More on that from Lisa Taylor. Governor Josh Shapiro said he met with Norfolk Southern CEO Alan Shaw last week and secured a commitment for financial aid. The money will be used to help with the still ongoing cleanup in the area near the Ohio border where the derailment happened. The governor says $5 million will reimburse fire departments for contaminated equipment, and another one million will go to two counties to help businesses and residents. I'm Lisa Taylor. Lehigh Valley Health Network Hospitals around the Poconos are loosening their mask restrictions. Health Network officials have decided to give you the choice to not wear a mask while visiting any hospital in the area, including the Lehigh Valley Hospital Pocono in East Stroudsburg. Masks are still required in emergency rooms and medical practice waiting rooms. And artwork created by Christian high school students now on display for travelers on the Pennsylvania Turnpike. The ceramic tile mosaic depicts the history of the village of Valley Forge State Park. Senior Daniela Flores was a participant in the school-wide project at Philadelphia's Archbishop Carroll High School.
0: Overall, we were really inspired by the project. It was something we would create that would last, not just a temporary piece in a museum or something in a gallery, but somewhere where people from all over the U.S. and the world would be able to see our permanent work. It represents the arts community at Carroll and our rich environmental and historical culture in the Philadelphia area.
1: The dedication ceremony at the Valley Forge Service Plaza, marking the ninth student art display sponsored by the Turnpike Commission and the State Arts Council. Your nightly market report is up next, brought to you by Ambassador Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margolotti.
0: Stocks trading lower today following Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell's hawkish comments before Congress. The recent strong economic data, especially the labor market strength, has fueled fears of increased inflation, leading the chairman to indicate that rates could go higher for longer than previously anticipated. Chairman Powell also emphasizing the Federal Reserve's commitment to reducing inflation to their 2% target. Each sector within the S&P 500 traded negatively as financials, real estate, and materials all had the deepest red day of the group of sectors. The Dow today down 575 points, the Nasdaq losing 145, and the S&P 500 was off by 62. Ambassador Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more. Online at AmbassadorAdvisors.com.
1: Thank you, Dave. This is the 5 o'clock report on family life.
0: It's tax season again. The good news is you have less than a 1% chance of being audited. I'm Rob West of the Faith and Finance Minute. The bad news is mistakes on your return could increase those odds significantly. For example, carelessness with your numbers, failing to report income, or claiming too many deductions can all make you more susceptible to an audit. If you're self-employed, listing personal expenses as business expenses or claiming a home office deduction if you don't qualify will also raise red flags at the IRS. Romans 13 7 teaches, give to everyone what you you owe them if you owe taxes pay taxes if revenue then revenue as followers of Christ we must always act with complete honesty and integrity Manage your finances wisely with the easy-to-use FaithFi app. Download FaithFi, Faith and Finance, from your app store, or learn more at faithfi.com.
1: Coming up on the Five O'clock Report: Grab your spoon as we sink our teeth into National Cereal Day. Pink yellow
0: moons, orange stars, green clovers, and blue diamonds. Part of this good nutritious breakfast. Tomatoes, delicious.
2: I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your family life regional weather forecast. Well, the storm system that produced a narrow band of heavy snow last night, with heavy snows of 46 inches in the Wyoming Valley of Luzerne County in Pennsylvania, has departed. In its wake, gusty winds transporting in some moisture from the north will mean some lake flurries for some tonight into tomorrow, but nothing special. Our call for the night through the day tomorrow. Variably cloudy, with snow flurries, especially nearer the lakes, and especially off Lake Ontario. Those gusty winds subsiding. Low temperatures in the high 20s, high temperatures tomorrow in the mid-20s to the upper 30s across the region. On Thursday, a fair amount of cloudiness, limited sun, and a flurry. And high temperatures on Thursday will range in the 30s.
1: Thank you, Kevin. Finally at 5, do you remember Mikey? What's this stuff. Some cereal. It's supposed to be good for you. I'm not going to try it. Let's get Mikey. Yeah. He hates not it. He everything. He likes it. He likes it. And Mikey would like National Cereal Day, which this is, the sugary snack that is traditionally served in a bowl with milk and spoon has been around since the end of the 19th century. There's even a local connection to it all. The story goes that in 1863, a vegetarian from Dansville, New York, invented what we now know as granola, a forerunner to the tasty sugary bowls of crunchiness now familiar to kids all over. The first sugary cereal in 1939, it was called Ranger Joe Popped Wheat Honey. Lucky Charms came out in 1964. Astronauts ate cornflakes aboard Apollo 11 before they landed on the moon. And the folks at Quaker Oats used an army cannon converted into a pressure cooker to create the world's first puffed cereals. I'm still a Rice Krispies guy all these years later. That's the world we live in for Tuesday, March 7th, 2023. Thank you again for joining us. I'm Mark Webster, Family Life News.